0: the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Another authentic reenactment of a case transcribed from the files of the Texas Rangers. And now, from the files of the Texas Rangers, the case called Knockout. It is
1: 10 o'clock on a Saturday night in July 1946. Outside the Rand Hotel in Jackson, Texas, 50 miles from Houston, the sheriff stands talking to some cattle ranchers who are in town for a convention. He is about to leave the group and walk toward his car when the front
2: door of the hotel bursts open. Sheriff! Sheriff! Over here! Sheriff in the hotel! Hurry! Oh, excuse me, Bill. See you later. What's the matter? Upstairs on the second floor. Some kind of trouble. Well, come on. Show me where it is. Mrs. Beale, she just called, sounded
1: scared to death. Said there was an awful fight going on in the next room, uh, right up these stairs here. You haven't been up there yet? No, no, I I remember seeing you in the lobby a few minutes ago, hope you'd still be around.
2: You're sure she said there was a fight? Oh, yeah, that's what she said. We'll we'll find out what it's all. Excuse me, ma'am. That's okay. She sure come around that corner fast. Which way do we go? Oh, right down here. Miss Beale's room is in the middle of the hall. Don't seem to be any noise up
3: here now. It's the desk clerk, ma'am. Oh, oh, you brought the sheriff. Well, I'm so glad.
2: I understand you think you heard some fighting going on up here.
3: Somebody's been killed, I know. Somebody's been killed.
2: Uh, Which room was it, ma'am?
3: That one right there.
2: Want me to come with you, Sheriff? No, you better stay here with Miss Beale, just in case there is some trouble. Who is it? It's the sheriff. Open up.
4: I'm busy. You come
2: back in a little while? Open up. I want to talk to you now. Okay, okay. Just a minute. Come on, come on. Hurry up in there.
4: Okay, I'm coming. What's all the trouble, Sheriff? I heard there was a fight going on in this room. Fight? Fight? It hey, must be some mistake. I'd like to come in and take a look around. Well, what for, Sheriff? There's nothing wrong here. You... Do you mind standing aside? Well, sure, sure. That's the way you feel about it. Come on in. See, there's nothing wrong in here. Who's that in the bathroom? My father. He's taking a bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that white powder on the floor next to the table there? Where? Oh, oh, that was, uh, some of my father's medicine. He spilled it a while ago. I... I was just getting ready to clean it up when you knocked.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, everything looks all right, I guess.
4: You mind moving aside a second? Aside from what, Sheriff? You? Come on, mister, move. Well, sure. I just didn't know what you meant. How'd that chair leg get broken? Chair? Oh, oh, I tripped over it. Almost broke my neck when I fell. Matter of fact, that's probably what made people think there was a fight in here. I'm a big man, and when I fall, I really go down hard. I think I'd like to have a word with your father. Well, like I told you, he's taking a bath. Why don't you come back later? I'll talk to him now. Mister? Oh, mister? The old man's a little hard of hearing with the water running. Yeah, well,
2: he'll hear this. Mister! I want to talk to you, mister!
4: I reckon I'll just have to go in. No,
2: you don't. Why, give me back that gun. Yeah, I'll give it back. (laughs) oh, Sheriff!
4: Uh. Sheriff!
1: Sheriff! Help! Help! The sheriff recovered quickly. On the bathroom floor, he found the body of an elderly man. The dead man was identified by the clerk as George Wilton, a rancher. Wilton had been the only guest registered in that room. After requesting the clerk to phone with the Texas Rangers, the sheriff left to see if he could pick up the trail of the assailant. Twenty minutes later, Rangers Jace Pearson and Clay Morgan climb the stairs to the second floor of the hotel.
5: Looks like the room down here to the right, Jace. Uh-huh. fellow standing in front of the door must be the desk clerk. Yeah, sure guarding for us. He's not letting that crowd get anywhere near.
1: All right, folks. All right, folks. Please Excuse us here, please. Oh, thank you. thank you. Rangers and get through. you. Please stand aside
6: here.
5: Please. Where's the body? Uh, it's in the bathroom, Ranger. Anything been touched? Oh, no, sir. No. The
1: sheriff left special orders not to disturb anything until you got here. I, I didn't even turn the water off.
4: The water?
5: Yes, sir. Running in the bathtub.
1: I had to pull a plug out, though, so I wouldn't run over on the floor.
5: Did you get a look at the man who ran away?
1: I sure wish I had. I only saw his back. Sheriff got a good look at him, though. No? Too good a look was the way he put it. I never saw a man as mad as the sheriff was when he come to.
5: Uh-huh. We'll take a look inside now. We may want to ask you a few more questions later.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, I expect you want to talk to Mrs. Beale, too.
5: Uh, she's lady first heard the fighting. Is she around?
1: In a room right next door. Get it if you want.
5: Fine. We'll be out in a few minutes. All right. Bathroom door's a little jar. Oh, yeah. I don't expect we'll get any prints off the doorknob now, but you better kick it open with your foot anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, there he is. Mm-hmm. Poor old fellow. He sure took some knock on the head. Way well, he's lying. I got an idea he was dragged in here from the other room. Take a look through his pockets, Clay. I'll see if there's some way to shut this water off. Yeah. Might be a cutoff valve back at the tub. Yeah, there is. Find anything?
4: No, pockets are clean. Looks like it might have been
7: robbery.
5: We'll get a lab crew up here to go over the place for prints. I don't think they'll find too much, Jase. How do you mean? This drinking glass with the towel stuffed in it, full of dust. You notice how everything's wiped clean in here? Like somebody tried to get rid of any possible prints. He tried, all right. These other glasses, for instance, you can see they've been used recently, but there's not a print on them. As far as I can figure, there's only one place in here our friend forgot. Where's that? Over here. Take a look at that water faucet in the tub. Yeah, good clear print.
1: See, if you're right about the old man being dragged in here after he was dead, there's a good chance this print belongs to the guy
5: who did it. Let's see if there's anything outside in the room. Killer must have been pretty big to be able to slug the sheriff easy as he did. Don't reckon the old fella had much of a chance either. It's like he put up a fight, though. A broken chair leg and... Hey, wait a minute. You looking at that white powder on the floor? Yeah. Could be one other thing the killer didn't have time to clean up. More like crystals than powder. Any idea what it is, Jase? Not yet, but it shouldn't take the lab long to find out. In the meantime, we better have a talk with the woman who heard the fighting in here. Uh Lucky the sheriff got a look at the killer. At least he'll be able to make an identification if that print in the bathroom doesn't give us a lead. Could be our man won't even have a record. If he doesn't, we won't get much from the print or the mug file.
3: Oh, here they are, Mrs. Beale. I'm Mrs. Beale, Rangers. The desk clerk said you wanted to talk to me?
5: Yes, ma'am. We're interested in anything you can remember about this.
3: Uh, Yes. Well, I was lying in bed trying to sleep. I knew I wouldn't sleep because my asthma was bothering me, but I thought I'd try anyhow. What
5: time was this,
1: ma'am?
3: Time? Oh, well, I'm not exactly sure, but it couldn't have been more than 30 minutes after I took my brown pill, so I'd say it was about 9.30. Uh,
1: it was just a couple of minutes to ten when you called me, Mrs. Bill.
3: I know that, young man. What I wanted to tell the ranger started long before that. Now, well, let's see, where was I?
8: You were lying in
5: bed, ma'am. Oh,
3: yes. Well, I heard the door open in the next room. I didn't want to listen, but you know how thin these walls are. And when those people come into the room, they made so much noise. How many were there? Well, there was an old man. I understand he was the one who died. And there was a younger man. He had a real deep voice. But the one I heard clearest was the girl. Girl, that's right. She had the most piercing voice I ever heard, and the way she was laughing, I could tell she had no breeding.
5: Could you hear what they were saying? Well, I, I, I think thought... that's your phone, Mrs. B.
3: Oh dear, just when I was. Well, getting I'll it... take it for you. If you oh, want. that would be nice of you, young man. You tell whoever it is that I'm very busy, right.
1: ma'am. Uh, ma'am, you were saying you could hear the people in the next room were talking. Uh,
3: yes, yes, I could. They'd all been drinking, and then they started to tell the most awful stories—simply awful. I want to put my hands over my ears. Yes, ma'am. Well, the old man was just fascinated by this hussy. Well, I'm sorry, Rangers, but that's the only word I know to describe her. He laughed at everything she said, and the things she said. Uh Uh-huh. Well, all of a sudden, the old man stopped laughing and got real angry. He started shouting at the girl, told her she'd put something in his drink. Then, before I knew it, the most awful fight started just Awful! And the next thing I knew, someone banged against the wall, and I was almost thrown out of bed. Did you
8: hear anything else?
3: Yes. After that, they were whispering in there, uh, but it was so low I, I just couldn't hear what they were saying. Uh, that was so your I tried.
1: Ranger. They want you to get in touch with
5: the sheriff by radio as soon as you can.
3: No, Thanks something... and
5: thank you, Mrs. Beale. Oh, but
3: I have some more to tell you about when the sheriff was up there when he oh, we came Well, we won't have was... to
5: trouble you about that, ma'am. The sheriff will file it in his report. Oh. Come on, Clay. Yeah. Uh, Funny the way people enjoy getting mixed up in something like this. Scared to death and still get a kick out of it. Yeah. She did help us, though. At least we can be pretty sure now about our killer's racket. Confidence game? Uh Uh-huh. The old man was probably lonely and got a little careless about showing how much money he had in his pocket. Yeah, sure sounds like the old story. I've got to hunch those crystals we found on the floor will turn out to be knockout drops. Mm-hmm. The girl must have skipped before the sheriff got there. Yeah, she could have gone out to set up their getaway. Well, I sure hope either that print in the bathroom pays off or the sheriff can make some kind of identification. Yeah. Well, if we don't get any lead tonight, we'll have the sheriff drive over to Austin with us in the morning and go through the mug file. Hey, Jace, I wonder what the
4: sheriff wants us to call him for.
5: Find out right now. Get that code sheet out of the glove compartment and see what his call number is, will you? Sure, Jace.
4: Let's
2: see.
5: Oh, here it is, 692. Thanks. Unit 10 to Unit 692. Unit 10 to 692. Unit 692 to Unit 10.
2: This unit requests assistance in apprehending fugitive killer believed to be hiding here in Field, one-half mile south of Jackson. Unable to make search until
5: more help arrives. 10 4, Unit 10 will join 692 immediately. Unit 10, clear. 692, clear. That must be the sheriff up ahead, Chase. There, swinging his spotlight across that cornfield? Yeah, looks like a barbed wire fence at the back. If our man's in there, he'll have a tough time getting out that way. Doubt if he'd get out either end without the sheriff seeing him.
2: Howdy, Jay. Clay. I've been trying to cover the field with my spotlight here in case he pops up. You sure it was him you saw? Oh, couldn't be any mistake about it. I'd been out cruising around looking for him. I was just heading back to town when I saw this fellow walking toward me up the road. Recognized him as soon as I put the light on and then he ran into
5: the field. Ain't mind getting the flashlights, Clay. We'll go in after him. Sure, Jay. Keep that spot running across the back fence, Sheriff. Clay and I will try and flush him out. Okay, but I'd sure like to go in after this one myself. I got a personal score to settle with him. How's that bump on your head? Oh, I'll be all right. I could kick myself where I let him get my gun and slug me. Don't worry about it. Let's just hope we can pick him up now. Here's your flash, Jase. Thanks. Any idea where he went in, Sheriff?
2: Near as I can figure, it's about 30 feet up the road.
5: Keep as far away from your spotlight as you can. If he thinks he's being cornered, he might take a shot at you. Yeah, that'd be
2: something, wouldn't it? With my own gun. Lucky I had my rifle in the car. If he makes a break across
5: that fence, I'm gonna make Swiss cheese out of him. Let's go, Clay. You better be careful with our lights, too. Yeah. Well, we know this baby. He's desperate enough to try anything. Mm, this could be where he went in. Mm-hmm. Cornstalks are bent over all right. Watch yourself. We don't know how far in he might be. Yeah? Seems like he's starting veering to the right. Mm-hmm. Throw that motel over there. It looks like it stops just ahead. You no, know, it doesn't stop, Jace. He must have started crawling along the furrows here. Yeah, it could have been when the sheriff first threw his spot on the field. He shouldn't be too far away. No, yeah, he was making a beeline for that motel. Yeah, hold a second. You hear anything? No. Yeah, let me lift my light.
2: Jace, there he goes. Come on. Hold it, you He's yelling at somebody. See if we can stop him. He's heading right for those motel cabins. Hold your fire, Clay. We're gaining on him.
5: Yeah, but he's going around the corner of that cabin. You reckon we better split up? Uh huh. You take the left, and I'll. Hey, there's a car taking off, Jase. No lights. Must be him. Ah, too far away. Missed. Let's get back to our car. See if we can catch him. By the time we'd reached our car, he was out of sight. We took off after him, leaving the sheriff to make inquiries at the motel office. We radioed for blockades to be set up throughout the area. For the rest of the night, we made an extensive search without finding a trace of our man. At dawn we reached a highway patrol roadblock. We turned around and headed back toward Jackson, covering all side roads along the way. I don't know, Jase. It's a scene she couldn't have gotten through that roadblock. No, but he might have made it through before the block was set up. I've been thinking. That was a pretty fast getaway he made last night too fast for him to have stolen a car from the motel. It was probably his own car. Remember, he was yelling to somebody while he was running across the field. Hmm? Could have been the girl he works with. Maybe the motel is where they'd been staying. Maybe. Yeah, if we don't spot him in another half hour, I reckon we'd better go pick up the sheriff. See if he can make an identification from the mug files. Yeah, I wonder if he found out anything at that motel office. KTXA to Unit 10. Unit 10 to KTXA. Go ahead, KTXA. Fingerprinted bathroom of Hotel Rand
1: Jackson been identified as belonging to Gus Howard. Repeat, Gus Howard. Two prison terms for fraud and felonious assault. Released from Huntsville, April 1946. six.
5: Ten four. no other traffic. Unit 10 clear. No other traffic. Howard, Star. huh?
2: Hey, Jace, didn't you once have something to do with the guy by that name?
5: I sent Gus up on his last trip. Any
2: idea where he might be hanging out now?
5: No, but I'm pretty sure where we can get a lead on Millie Vinson. Well, who's she? Gus's partner. And except when they're in jail, they're never very far away from each other. Hang on, Clay. We're heading for Houston.
0: just a moment we will continue with Tales of the Texas Rangers starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson.
9: Only a madman or a fool would intentionally set fire to one of our forests or woodlands. Yet 90% of our forest fires are started by people. Most of these man-caused fires are due to plain carelessness, a campfire left smoldering, a lighted match thrown from a car window, a cigarette not extinguished, In less troubled times, the waste due to forest fires would be tragic. In these dangerous times, it can be disastrous. Forest fires destroy natural resources we need to keep our country strong. They impede the production and transportation of critical defense supplies, interfere with military training, and may destroy military installations. Join in the fight against carelessness. Crush out cigarettes, cigar, and pipe ashes. Break matches in two after using. Find out the law before using a fire. One moment of carelessness can destroy national beauty and wealth that can never be replaced. Forest fires are a shameful waste because they can be prevented. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. And now, back to Tales of the Texas Rangers.
0: We continue now with Tales of the Texas Rangers and our authentic story, Knockout.
5: It was a little before 10 that morning when we arrived in Houston. We parked the car a few doors away from the house where Millie Vinson's mother lived and walked toward it. It was a corner house in a poor neighborhood. Not the fanciest place in the world, is it, Jase? Millie's mother never went in for trimming. Yeah. Hey, Jase through the side window. The girl sitting at the table. Yeah, we're lucky. It's Millie herself. What the devil is she doing with her foot up on the table? I don't know. Let's get around to the front. Think Gus is around somewhere? It's hard to say. Matter of fact, I'm a little surprised to see Millie. Maybe she wasn't in on that job last night. We'll know that soon enough.
3: It's open, Ma. What are you knocking for? Bring the seat. Oh. What
5: do you want? We want to talk to you, Millie.
3: I've done enough talking to you. Where's Gus? Get out of my light. Can't see what I'm doing.
5: Where's Gus, Millie? Don't
3: you ever get tired. How do I know where Gus is? I haven't seen him for three months.
5: Well, we look around anyhow.
3: It says you can. This? i have known you'd have a warrant. Okay, go ahead. Look.
5: I reckon you better walk around with us.
3: Did you see I'm doing my toenails?
5: They'll wait. Come on. Okay. Is this the bathroom? It
3: ain't the dining room.
4: They're not in there. How about that room?
3: It's Ma's room. Door's open. You can see there's nobody in it.
5: What about this one over here? Is this your room, Millie?
3: Yeah, and you ain't going in.
5: Excuse me, miss. I said you ain't going in. Now, look. You, you stay
3: me. away from that door. Come on,
5: get
3: Come out, out of there.
5: I we... ah, you can see why you didn't want us in here. What are you doing with all those clothes on the bed, Millie? You getting ready to go somewhere?
3: I'm airing my dresses.
5: You always keep a couple of suitcases handy when you air dresses?
3: Okay, so maybe I'm going away. Where? It's my business. Hey, anybody got a cigarette? Yeah. Match?
5: Here you go. Where were you last night, Millie? Right here. You sure you weren't over in Jackson with Gus?
3: I told you I haven't seen Gus for three months.
5: We think you and he might have been up to your old knockout tricks. Only this time, your friend Gus killed a man. I was right here
3: all last night.
5: Where's your mother?
3: What do you want with her?
5: Was she home last night, too? Sure. Then we'll see if her story's the same as yours.
3: She's out. Won't be home for five or six hours.
5: Sounds like you expected her when we walked in. We'll just stick around till she gets here. I
3: told you, she won't be... Sounds
5: like somebody coming now. I'll get the door. Just let us do the talking, really.
10: get your teeth out right and now get oh Millie that's the last I'm going for groceries for you next time you oh
3: you back her again
5: we want to ask you a few questions Mrs. Vincent. tell
3: him I was here last night tell him Ma
5: I said we'd do the talking Mrs. Vincent. where was Millie last night right here were you with her
3: why sure of
10: course I was think I go running around nights
5: how about yesterday afternoon
10: I was here So was Millie.
5: I suppose Gus was here, too.
10: Why, sure, he was here, too. What's the matter? You dumb. Gus wasn't here. Well, how am I supposed to know? You ought to tell me who's supposed to be here and who ain't. You stupid.
5: All right, Millie, get your shoes on. You're going with me. (laughs) Clay stayed at the house in case Gus showed up. I took Millie back with me to Jackson. It was just past noon when we walked down the corridor to the sheriff's office. Come on, Millie. Pick up your feet. You
3: in such a big hurry.
5: Go on in. Sheriff?
2: That you, Jace?
5: Yeah. I think I got one of the pigeons from last night.
2: I'll be
3: right in.
5: Yeah, you can sit down if you want. Thanks. You could make it easier for everybody if you'd tell us where Gus is.
3: Tell you? Huh, I got nothing to say to you. Well, howdy, Jase.
5: Well... Who's this? Millie Vinson. She used to work with Gus Howard. We think she worked with him last night. That's
3: a lousy lie. I've seen her someplace before, Jace. You're crazy. You never seen me.
5: She spent a couple of terms up at the woman's prison. It wasn't there, I saw I just can't think where it was. Millie doesn't seem to want to tell us where her partner is.
3: How do I know where he is?
5: He's never worked without you before. Well,
3: he does now.
5: It's not likely. You'd never let Gus work with another woman. And I don't think you did last night.
3: I was home last night. I can prove it.
5: You mean by your mother? And <laughs> after that slip she made.
3: Ma gets mixed up every now and then. She'll be all right in court. If you ever get me to court.
5: You'll be there. Because last night you and Gus went with an old man to his hotel room. When he caught you slipping knockout drops into his drink, there was a big fight. And Gus killed him.
3: That's a lot of... Hey,
5: wait a minute. Now I know
2: where I've seen you. It was in the hotel last night. I bumped into you when I was coming up the stairs. You're crazy. You were coming down from the second floor, probably from the room where Gus had just killed the old man. How
3: are you going to prove that? There was
2: a hotel clerk
5: with me. He'll remember you, too.
3: Suppose I was at the hotel. That don't mean I was in on any killing.
5: It's no use, Millie. We know you and Gus always work together. And we know Gus was in that hotel room. How do you know? From his fingerprints.
3: That ain't true. Gus wiped...
5: You were going to say Gus wiped off all the fingerprints. He did, Millie. All but one. He found it on the water faucet in the bathroom.
3: You mean you picked me up because Gus left his prints in that room? Uh-huh. That bonehead. If he'd had some sense, you would never have got me.
5: That's what you said last time you got caught. It doesn't work that way, Millie.
3: Last time was his fault, too. He hadn't made me stop in that cafe for a beer. You'd never have found us. And he calls me
5: stupid. Where's Gus Every now? Every
3: time I get caught, it's on account of him. He's always playing. It's a uh, smart... He's got the brains, he says. I got the looks, him and his brains. Where is he? Now he want me to sit still and take the rap for him. Well, I ain't gonna do it. If I get caught, he goes up along with me.
5: Is he in Houston?
3: No. You wanna find that bum Gus, you gotta get to Dallas. Where? Airport. He drove the car up this morning. I was gonna take a plane up and meet him. When? At nine, tomorrow morning. We was gonna take the 10 o'clock plane for L.A. Oh, that knucklehead.
5: All right, Sheriff. Lock Millie up, and we'll go
3: get Gus. I can hardly wait to see the look on his face when he gets brought in here. I can hardly wait.
5: I called headquarters and requested the Ranger plane to pick us up in Jackson. We flew to Dallas and spent the night checking hotels and restaurants in the hope of picking Gus up. We didn't find him. We decided he had either spent the night with friends or in his car. A little after nine the next morning, we walked through the air terminal... I sure hope that girl wasn't lying to us, Jace. I reckon she was a little too sore at Gus to lie. Well, all the same, I'd hate to think of him slipping through our fingers. I don't see him inside here. He could be out at the gate. <laughs> see him anywhere? Nope. I... Jace. Over there at the gate, too. Uh huh. He sure looks impatient, pacing back and forth. We we'll work over to him as quietly as we can if he. Yeah, he oh. sees us, Jace. He's starting to run.
10: Hold it, Gus. Hold it.
5: Around the building. Come on. Easy past this corner. Hell, I don't see him anywhere, Jace. There he goes, out toward the front of the terminal. He's heading for that taxi. I think we can get him. Grab him! Get out of there, Gus. No good, cops. I'll give me that gun. Give it to me. I'll kill it. Drop it.
2: Ah. Drop it. Ah. Thanks for getting it back,
4: Jace. Ah. I
2: never should let him get it in the first place.
4: Who told you I was going to be here, Millie? Put out your hands, Gus. That dizzy dame. Every time I get caught, it's on account of her. Funny. She thinks the same thing about you. Hadn't been for her being so clumsy with those knockout drops, I wouldn't have been caught. Never should have taken that dizzy dame for a partner in the first place.
5: Don't worry about it, Gus. I've got an idea the judge is going to dissolve that partnership of yours anyhow. For good.
0: In just a moment, we will tell you the results of the case you have just heard. And now, here are the results of the case you have just heard. Millie Vinson and Gus Howard were tried and convicted for the murder of George Wilton.
1: Millie Vinson received a 45-year sentence in the women's prison at Gory. Gus Howard was sentenced to Huntsville Penitentiary for the rest of his life.
0: Next week, Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of The Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. Another authentic reenactment of a case transcribed from the files of the Texas Rangers. Names, dates, and places in the following story are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record.
7: Now, Tales of the Texas Rangers.
0: And now, from the files of the Texas Rangers, the case called X-Con.
1: It is 10:30 on the morning of September 14th, 1940. Ten miles outside the town of High Point in southwest Texas. A thin, worn-looking woman sits in the back room of a rundown house. She is sewing a patch on a pair of child's dungarees when she hears the front door open.
8: It's
6: me. Tom? What you doing home this time of day?
8: Where are the kids?
6: I'm playing somewhere. Why ain't you down at the packing house? Didn't the new job work out?
8: Oh, it worked out real good for an hour. For a whole hour they let me clean up the place. Nice something to do with that, no, wasn't it, Liz?
6: What
8: happened? Same thing that's happened before. I seen somebody whispering to the boss and pointing at me. Tom, I... could see this guy's fat mouth making the words, killer, ex-con, same words everybody always whispers when they look at me. And the boss comes out and says he got somebody else for my job.
6: Did he pay you?
8: Yeah. Here, yeah. 70 cents. Get some meat and milk for the kids, and don't forget to put what's left in the bank.
3: Talking like that ain't gonna help, no? You
8: don't know what helps. Now quit. Nagging. I'm sick and tired of it. Telling me what I should and shouldn't do. Tom, why now don't Shut you... up, shut up, I tell you. Oh. Liz. Oh, Liz, honey. Tom. I didn't mean it, honey. I'm sorry. I know, I know. It's just everything's all wrong. I, I don't know what I'm going to do.
6: I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. But there was even a man here looking for you this morning.
8: What kind of man?
6: He had real good clothes on and a pretty car. Maybe he's got some work for you.
8: Could be that fella from over at the brickyard. He almost gave me a job when I got out of the pen.
6: Yeah, that's who it must be.
8: Maybe he's got a job for me loading bricks. He must want you awful bad, way he was talking. Loading bricks ain't bad work. I ought to get a whole buck an hour, easy. Maybe a buck and a quarter.
6: Sure you will. And we won't have to worry no more about whether we... Ain't that
8: somebody outside?
6: Sounds like it.
8: Well, I can't let him see me in his dirty clothes. It won't
6: make no difference.
8: Do I, do I look all right? Oh,
6: just fine, Tom. Uh, run your hand over your hair and smooth it down a little. Yes. Yeah. There. Oh, you look just fine.
8: I got a funny feeling in my stomach.
6: Now, don't be nervous, honey.
8: I'm coming. I'll be right there. Sorry to keep... Oh, it's you. I want to talk to you, Dawson. Just a second. I'm going outside, honey.
6: Don't you want to bring him in?
8: How many times I got to tell you to stay away from me? Now, look, It ain't enough. You come clawing around me in town. Now you got to come up to my house. I'm only trying to offer you a job. I come to your farm for a job. You turned me down. Well, that was different. But it's okay to ask me to do your dirty work, huh? Don't look
1: at it that way, Dawson. We're, We're just helping each other out. I told you before, I don't go for killing. Suppose I give you a thousand for the job instead of five hundred. Why? Now, wait a minute. There's a business proposition, Dawson. I know you can't get a job. I'll get along. They even fired you down to the packing house. You never get a job around here.
8: You let me worry about that. Well,
1: you are already worrying plenty. I can see that. Now, listen, there's an old lady in the town north of here, and all you got to do is get rid of her. Why'd you come to me? Because you're the only one I know can do it. I would I beat your lousy face. Now, in. will you look? Put out that stuff. This is business. thousand dollars for easy job. How about it, Dawson? I... All right. Well, that's more like it. Now, look. Here's a name and address on a slip of paper. Here. Here's a gun. I don't care how you do it. But try and make it look like robbery. What about the money? Here's a hundred now. Get the rest
8: when I read about it in the papers. Where are you going to be? Away with friends for a few days. I'll need money to get up there and back. All right. Here.
1: There's another hundred. Now, don't waste any time getting started. I want to be reading good
8: news in the papers soon, here. Dirty lousy. Did you get the
3: job? Here's some money. A
6: hundred? You ain't even started work yet. How come he give you a... Never
8: mind. Now, take the money.
6: Will you shut up?
8: I got to go up north for a day, so...
3: not going to work at the brickyard?
8: No. I and mean, quit asking questions. What
3: would you just put in that sack? Nothing. I want to see Now, keep you... away from here, Liz. Keep...
6: What are you going to do with that gun? I told
8: you to keep You're away. You're going to do
6: something bad. You're going to get in trouble again. Now get out of the Don't way. Don't do it. You'll go back to the pen. And this time, they won't let you I'm out. I'm in a hurry, Liz. Think about the kids. You want them to grow up knowing their fathers are...
8: Yeah, go ahead. Say it. Knowing their father's a con. Well, they're right. Three years in a pen and you get the name for life anyhow.
6: That ain't so. We'll make out. We will, Tom.
8: I'll see you as soon as I get back. No.
6: No, Tom, please. Leave me alone. Tom, don't do it. Come back. Come back.
1: Ten minutes after Tom Dawson left the house, his wife took the children to a neighbor's. At noon, she appeared at a Texas Ranger Company headquarters. The distressed woman told her story to
5: Ranger Jace Pearson.
6: (laughs) I'm sorry, Ranger. I don't mean to keep bawling like this.
5: That's all right, ma'am.
6: Tom ain't bad. Nobody knows that better than me. I didn't want to come here. But I gotta keep him from getting locked up again.
5: We'll do everything we can to help. Now, about this man who came to your place this morning, you say you never saw him before? Well,
6: this morning was the first time.
5: And you don't know what he paid your husband to do?
6: No, but it must have been something bad, else he wouldn't have given Tom a gun.
5: You sure your husband said he was heading north?
6: I'm sure of that. Tom never fooled with a gun before. He wouldn't hurt nobody on purpose, but... But he's got an awful bad temper. I'm
5: afraid we already know that from his record, ma'am.
6: The trouble he got into before. That was an accident. He didn't mean to kill Bob Peters. Bob wouldn't give him his wages and Tom got mad and hit him.
5: He served his time for that, Mrs. Dawson. Our problem is to keep him from getting into any more trouble.
6: I don't know what I'll do if he has to go to jail again. It was so awful the last time. Oh, Ranger, you gotta stop Tom from doing something bad. You got to.
5: We will, ma'am, if we can find him. I put out an all-points bulletin on Tom Dawson, then took Mrs. Dawson home. Sheriff Sims in High Point agreed to help me in the search. We decided on the bus station as the first likely place to check. At 2.15 that afternoon, we entered the Trailways bus depot and walked toward the ticket window.
2: Yeah, you'd think a fellow like Dawson would have learned enough to keep out of trouble. What do you figure he's up to now?
5: Yeah, it might be anything, Sheriff. Burglary, stick-up, even a killing. Whatever it is, I hope we can get to him before it's too late. I sure hope we can get a lead here.
11: Can I help you, Ranger?
5: The Sheriff and I'd like to ask you a few questions, miss.
11: Sure. Oh, excuse me a second. I got to announce that bus. <laughs> <laughs> bus now leaving for
3: San town.
11: Houston and Galveston. That's my bus. Goodbye. All boats. Goodbye. Oh, sure I'm glad when that 2.30 bus leaves. It means I only got another half hour to work.
5: Uh-huh. you mind taking a look at that photo? You seen this man in here today?
11: Well, I think I have, yeah. He was in here, bought a ticket from me. Where to? See, now, it was somewhere up north. I'm sorry, Sheriff, but I don't remember just where.
5: You were sure he was here, though?
11: Oh, I'm sure of that, all right. The reason I'm so positive, he gave me a $100 bill. When I gave him change, he pretty near cleaned out my cash drawer.
5: What time was this?
11: Well, I know it was sometime afternoon, but I'm not too sure when.
5: What buses do you have going north in the afternoon?
11: Just two, the 1.30 and the 4.15. All
5: right, miss. Thanks a lot.
3: Now
5: listen, honey. Well, if he bought his ticket before that 1.30 northbound lift, he could be on it, Jake. Yeah, I figure it's going to take us just about two hours to find out if he is. <laughs> We drove north and overtook the 130 bus after it had traveled a little over hundred miles. Dawson was not aboard. We checked the 415 bus. He wasn't on it either. By 11 the next morning, we'd combed all of the towns where he could have stopped off. Still no trace of him. We gave up the search and headed back toward High Point. By noon, we were just coming into town. I'm really beat, Jason.
2: When I get to bed, I'm
5: not going to move for two days. Yeah, it's sure been a long night. Worst part of it is, we didn't accomplish a thing. We can be pretty sure whatever Dawson got paid to do, he's probably done it by now. I sure feel sorry for that wife of his. If Dawson gets sent up now, it's going to be for a long, long time. What are you stopping here for? Over there, Sheriff. Coming out of that feed store.
2: Well, I'll. Dawson. Right on Main Street.
5: Let's go. He must see us, but it don't seem to bother him. He's just standing there. He could be playing at KG. Watch yourself. Yeah. Jase, he's starting to move. Hold it, Dawson.
8: What do you want?
5: We'd like to
2: talk to you. What about? About a bus ride you took yesterday.
8: You crazy? I ain't been on a bus in months. Risk him, Sheriff. Put your hands over your head.
2: Why can't you guys
8: leave me alone just because I spent a few years in the pen? No gun, Jase. What are you talking about, gun? I never had no gun. Here's his wallet.
2: Nothing. Not even a dollar That's bill. right.
8: And you know why? Because you guys won't leave me alone so I can get a job. Like just down at feed Wait store. A minute.
2: I... There's something in this inside pocket. Yeah. A
5: slip of paper. <laughs> what would it say?
2: Bella Ross. RFD-12 Odessa.
5: Give me that. Who's Bella Ross? That's my business. Odessa's north of here, Jace. It's only 200 miles. Dawson could have made it up and back since yesterday. Were you in Odessa last night, Dawson? No. Then where were you?
8: Where I always am, nights, home. Can you prove it? Sure. Go talk to my wife. She'll tell you I was home. The whole night.
0: We continue now with Tales of the Texas Rangers and our authentic story, Ex Con.
5: Tom Dawson continued to insist that he'd been home the night before. We wanted to check his story, so we left him at the sheriff's office and drove out to see his wife. Oh. Can we come in, Mrs. Dawson?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you can come in. Thanks. What do you want?
5: Just like to talk to you about your husband.
3: Tom ain't done nothing.
5: We're not saying he has. But after talking to him in town, we got a few things we want to clear up.
6: You talk to Tom. Where is he?
5: The sheriff's office. He
6: ain't done nothing, I tell you. I wish I'd never come to you. I should have known it wouldn't bring nothing but trouble.
5: Where was your husband last night?
6: He was here, home with me the whole night.
5: Yesterday, you told me he left the house carrying a gun. You were afraid he was going to get into trouble.
6: I don't know why I come and told you that. Once in a while I I get thinking things that never happened, like I've been dreaming. You told
2: the ranger a man came up here and paid your husband to do something for him. Was that a dream too?
6: I I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know nothing no more.
5: Mrs. Dawson, do you know a woman up in Odessa named Bella Ross? No. You ever hear your husband talk about
6: her? No, why you keep picking on Tom? Why don't you leave us be?
5: I got a feeling, ma'am. You're not telling us everything you know. There
6: ain't nothing to tell. I made a mistake yesterday. Mm.
5: Can't force you to tell us anything. But we'll find out what we want to know. And if your husband has done something he wrong. He ain't.
6: We'll... He ain't, I tell you. He ain't done nothing wrong.
5: All right, ma'am. We'll be going now. Ranger? Yes, ma'am?
6: Oh. Nothing.
5: Goodbye, Miss Dawson. Jase, that woman's story's full of holes. She's lying. I know. I was kind of hoping she'd save us that trip to Odessa. You mean
2: to check on Bella Ross?
5: Yeah. Let's get up there and see if she fits into this. When we arrived in Odessa, we made inquiries about Bella Ross. We learned she was a widow who lived alone on her ranch ten miles out of town. Oil had been discovered on her land several years before, making her a wealthy woman. We drove to a ranch. The main house was locked and the blinds were drawn. We began to suspect that Dawson's connection with her might have been robbery or even murder. Just as we were about to return to town and get a warrant to enter the house, we spotted a cloud of dust a few miles away. We took the car and headed across the range. As we approached, we saw that the dust was made by a group of men branding calves in a makeshift corral. Jace, I think we're just wasting time coming out here. I don't think any of these boys would have a key to the house. Yeah, if the foreman's out here, He might. Hey, you men over there Any of you got a key to the Ross Ranch house?
10: Who wants a key to my house?
5: Chase, yeah Are you Bella Ross?
10: Yeah, what about
5: it? I'm Ranger Pearson, this is Sheriff Sims We'd like to ask you some questions, ma'am
10: Well, sure, go ahead
5: Have you noticed any strangers around your place the last day or so?
10: No, can't say as I have, why?
5: You know a man named Dawson?
10: Excuse me a second, Ranger. Jam! You, Jim! Be careful how you handle them calves. They cost money. All oh, these hands nowadays just got no respect for stock. Uh, what's that fella's name you was asking about?
5: Dawson. Tom Dawson.
10: No, don't think I know him. Is he from Odessa?
5: From High Point.
10: Oh, only one I know down there is my nephew. Nephew? Art Finch. My dead sister's boy. Only kin I got. You know him?
2: I've met him, Mrs. Ross.
10: Oh, he's a fine boy, ain't he? Well. Bet your life he is. I set him up on a truck farm a few years ago. Told him if he was going to get all my money someday, he'd have to prove he could make some on his own.
5: How's he been doing?
10: Oh, just fine. Hear from him every week.
5: Then you haven't been down there lately.
10: No, but I'm figuring to go down there soon. I wrote and told Art a couple of weeks ago I was coming down. Look, I said I didn't mind answering questions, but I'd kind of like to know what this is all about. I don't want
5: to alarm you, Mrs. Ross. I may be get wrong, but we think someone's on. trying to make trouble for you.
10: Make trouble? Who'd want to do anything to me?
5: That's something we can't say till we do a little more checking. But in the meantime, we'd like you to stay in your house till we can get you a police guard.
10: Police guard? <laughs> That's downright crazy, Ranger. I can take care of myself.
5: I'm afraid we'll have to insist on it. If you don't mind, we'll take you back to the house with us right now.
10: Well... You probably know what you're doing, but I still think it's crazy. Wait till I talk to my foreman, then I'll be right back with you.
4: That nephew of hers, Jase.
2: If he's made the success of his farm, the bank sure don't know about it. How do you mean? Finch has got the
5: farm mortgaged up to the hilt. Bank's about ready to take it over. You ever been out there? Once. Place is in a shambles. I don't believe he's ever worked it. Maybe he's got other interests. I know he has.
2: He's got a reputation around town for being a no-good playboy. We've had him up on drunk charges a couple of times. He
5: sure managed to fool his aunt.
2: Yeah. Jase, you starting to think the same as me, that maybe it's Finch who's trying to get his aunt out of the way?
5: Maybe. He's got everything to gain from it. Then you reckon maybe we better pick him up and talk to it? We need something on him first. The only person who can help us with that is Tom Dawson. (laughs) We went back to High Point and began to question Dawson. We told him we thought Finch had hired him to kill Mrs. Ross. He continued to deny he had been hired to kill anyone. I saw we were getting nowhere and figured Mrs. Dawson might be able to help us make her husband talk. I drove out to pick her up. On the way into town, I told her our suspicions. From her reaction, I was convinced she still didn't know the nature of the job her husband had been paid for. She told me she was sure Dawson had changed his mind on his own accord. He had returned home just before supper and had stayed there the whole night. When we reached the sheriff's office, I asked Mrs. Dawson to wait in the corridor. Then I joined the sheriff, who was still questioning her husband and getting nowhere.
8: I tell you, I got nothing to say. Now, why do you guys keep trying to push me around?
5: Nobody's trying to push you around. You get that idea out of your head, Dawson, we'll get along a lot better. Huh? Me getting along with cops. Look, we know you didn't kill Bella Ross. We're pretty sure you didn't even try. But you were hired to do it, weren't you?
2: Well, what if I was? I didn't do it. What made you change your mind? That's
8: my business. Who hired you, Finch?
5: You ain't gonna make a stool pigeon out of me. I don't tell nosy cops nothing. Why are you protecting him? Don't you know you'll be convicted right along with him? For what? I didn't go through with it. Oh, but you were in on the plans, and that makes you guilty. With your record, you could get ten years just for that. Ten years? Oh, what's it matter? Might
8: as well be back in Huntsville as trying to make a living outside. Nobody cares, anyhow.
5: I think you're wrong about that. You can come in now, Mrs. Dawson.
6: Hello, Tom.
5: Liz, what are you doing here?
6: Ranger brought me. He had not to come anyhow. What for? Because I love you. I don't want you locked up.
8: You don't want to bother with me. I'm no good.
6: Yes, you are. If you's no good, you'd have gone through with that killing. And if you're no good, I wouldn't ask the ranger to stop you.
8: You told the cops. Yeah,
6: Tom. It near killed me, but I'd do it again. I don't want you in jail. You belong with me and the kid.
8: Sure. To watch all three of you starve. We'll
6: make out. Sooner or later, people will forget you ever been in jail. They
8: never forget. Man makes a mistake. He pays for it all his life. Now, go on, Liz. Get yourself another man. Is
6: that the way you want it, Tom? Is that all you care about me and the kids? Oh, Liz. All these years I've been thinking you loved us the way we love you. I reckon I was wrong.
8: Liz, don't talk that way. Why
6: not? It's true, ain't it? No, it ain't true.
8: Can't you see everything i have done was for you? <laughs> Nothing works out.
6: <laughs>
8: Nothing ever works out. Tom. <laughs> oh,
6: Tom, don't. Oh, what am I
8: gonna do, honey?
6: What am I gonna do? Tell them, <laughs> Tell them what they want to know. It's the only way we're going to make a real clean start. Tell' them, Tom
8: All right. Finch hired me. I couldn't go through with it. I cashed in the bus ticket, and then I took the gun and the money back to his farm. What did he say? He wasn't there. I forgot he was going to be away a few days.
5: I wrapped him up with a note and gave him to Finch's neighbor. And as far as Finch knows, you're still going through with the job.
8: I reckon so.
5: Dawson, it's not going to be easy to catch Finch. There's nothing that says you have to do this, but we need your help. How about it? Tom. All right. I'll help you. We picked up the package containing the gun and money and took it back to Dawson's house. I figured it wouldn't be long before Finch got curious and showed up there. Our job was to get the evidence that would convict him. I sent for a couple of lab men and had them ring a camera and a hidden microphone in the brush near the house. We placed the tape recorder inside the house and we coated the gun and money with a dye that would come off on a man's hands and could only be seen under ultraviolet light. We sent Mrs. Dawson and the children over to a neighbor's and then we waited. The first day, Nothing happened. On the evening of the second day, just after dark, the sheriff and I were standing in front of Dawson's house. I
2: don't know, Jace. Could be when he didn't read in the papers about his aunt being dead, he figured Dawson
5: backed out of the job. And he'll want to know why. Maybe so, but I still think we ought to get out of all points on it. Yeah, suppose we did pick him up. He'd say Dawson dreamed the whole thing up. In a court, it would just be his word against Dawson. Well, I reckon we do need more evidence, regard, But all the Hold same, it, I don't... What? Oh. Yeah, I see the headlines. This could be him, boys. You ready with the camera? Yeah, right. Let's get inside. Yeah, I wish it was still daylight. Those flash bulbs will only give him one chance to get the picture. Anybody can get it, they can. Is he coming, Ranger? Somebody is. Better get ready we'll get over by the recorder, Sheriff. Keep low so he can't see us through the window.
2: Yeah, you want me to switch on the recorder, Jake?
5: Not yet. Dawson. Yeah. Be sure to hand him the gun so he won't know the bullets are missing. Okay. knock again. Now.
1: I won't talk to you, Dawson. Okay. I'll get the recorder. Okay, Jason. been watching the papers. Haven't seen any good news.
8: I ain't going through with it. You what? You better get somebody else. Here's a gun and the money you give me. Wait
1: a minute. It's more money that you. There's want. only
8: $190 here. I use 10 for groceries. I'll have to
1: pay you back when I can. Uh, Dawson, look, I'll, I'll give you $2,000 to Did
2: scum.
5: Yeah.
2: It's
1: no use. Oh, well, $3,000. Here, you want this stuff? Now, listen to me. That woman's my aunt. She's going to leave me a lot of money. Good for you. But not if she finds out I haven't done anything with that farm she gave me. She'll be down any time now. Dawson, listen here. I'll give you ten thousand dollars to kill
8: Bella Ross. If you don't take this stuff, I'm gonna drop it on the ground. Now take it and get out of here. Ten
1: thousand buys a lot of food. Take it. All right. But if you think that, I... what was that? Come on. Who's that, Light? What's going on here?
5: You just had your picture taken, Finch. And uh, now you're coming with us. Oh, why? We're trying to murder your aunt.
1: You're not gonna get me. Grab him, Jake. Come back here. I'll kill you.
5: Not with that gun. Uh, put out your hands. Let me
1: alone. Let me go. Now
5: we're going to town and see how that picture turns out. I got an idea. It's one your aunt won't be proud to have in her family album.
0: In just a moment, we will tell you the results of the case you have just heard.
7: On Thursday, July 3rd, NBC will bring you the third in a special series of broadcasts in advance of the Republican National Convention, which will take place in Chicago. The program will feature well-known NBC newsmen assigned to the headquarters of the major candidates. You'll find your favorite commentators and reporters in Chicago, W.W. Chaplin, Merrill Muller, Richard Harkness, and Bob Letts. These NBC newsmen will describe campaign headquarters operations and they will interview campaign managers and other key figures in the camps of Taft, Eisenhower, Warren, and Stassen. Yes, the NBC microphones will listen in to every detail and report it to you. Consult your local newspaper for broadcast time and be sure to join us Thursday, July 3rd for Headquarters Report. This program is another step forward, making it possible for you to follow the campaign of the next president. On NBC. Now, Tales of the Texas Rangers.